to have us some more new music for you next week by some uh, UK artists. I've been I've been chatting with them on Instagram, and I look forward to having having new music for you next week. I'm DJ Three W, y'all signing off on behalf of the Kingdom Minded Show and Funk Nation Radio. I hope something stirred up in you to be more Kingdom Minded. And until next time, grace and peace. Remember, keep the browser locked for Faith and Bastion 360 coming up with Brianna Afosu. Who? Say it with me. Afosu. Faith and Fashion 360. Must listen radio. I'm going to leave you with MC Jen. This one is called Crazy Love featuring Uncle Reese. Kingdom on a show, Funk Nation Radio. Let's go. Tell me, do you believe in love at first sight? It catches you the moment you fall, but it hurts like if you were to ever lose it, you would fall to pieces. No need to wonder, yeah, I'm talking about the love of Jesus. See, God sent us a gift in his son, our Lord and Savior, oh, the magnificent one. To the non-believers, I probably sound delirious. What's really crazy is I'm speaking from experience. Trace back to the moment of my conception. After all these years, I finally made the connection. Arms wide open. His object of affection, yet I kept running in the opposite direction. Status of a master, but you'd rather be a servant. Unworthy of your love, still my life you chose to purchase. Only when I found you, my life was given purpose. Crazy in love, so I'm living just to worship. I can't control how I feel without your love. I go crazy. I'm crazy in love with you. No matter what I go through, I'm holding on to this crazy love. I can't control how I feel without your love. I go crazy. I'm crazy in love with you. No matter what I go through, I'm holding on to this crazy love. Now that I got a taste of it, I can never get enough. Through the ups and the downs, when I'm down, you lift me up. And if I ever fall again... I mean, when I do fall again, you're by my side just like a crutch. Your touch is unattainable, yet as gentle as can be. Your love runs deeper than the sea. By your grace, I'll be swimming in it for eternity. Set my heart on fire, then let the flame burn in me. Your greatness can't be matched, nor can they mimic it. Try to count my blessings, but it's unlimited. Love gospel music, Christian hip-hop, rhythm and praise. Then Funk Nation Radio is the way to go all day. Hey, it's Brittany Raji Alberti, also known as the Marketing Midwife. You are listening to Faith and Fashion 360 only on FunkNationRadio.com. All right, all right. Happy Sunday, everybody, and welcome back to Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Foso, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. Happy June, everybody. I was just saying to somebody the other day that the year is like half over. And perfectly 2022 has cracked up to everything you thought it was going to. And if not, you have six months to turn it around you have six months to do everything that you said you were going to do on January 1st you have six months to do everything that you put down in your planner on your vision board or you have petitioned God for so if you have not gotten to things as you wanted to there is always still some time so we have a super exciting show coming up tonight. Um, we are going to be talking about some summer fashion trends for 2022. This one is always super funny for me because I have come to one realization about fashion trends. 
they're they're there they're fun um but like do what you want do what you want there are so many different schools of thoughts and schools of public opinion about denim jackets and skinny jeans and the millennials they're fighting with gen z about getting rid of of just like your entire outfit and it's just kind of like listen do what you want a lot of the things that we thought weren't going to be um you know brought back a lot of things we didn't think were going to be popular are like out here doing their thing and some of the things that i'm going to name on this list are absolutely it's probably going to surprise you but most of it i bet you is not going to so i'll go ahead and share some fashion trends for the summer season that are that's coming up Um, i'm also going to be talking about um miss kim kardashian you know you know what's coming you know what's coming um this one honestly i'm not sure and i will definitely go ahead and share the story make sure you're following me at faith and fashion 360 the radio show on facebook she is um in some hot water because she is being accused of biting the idea of yet another black woman My only thing with this other black woman, I don't know that I want to buy from her either. So Lori Harvey recently announced, and I spoke about this on the show, Lori Harvey recently announced that she is going to be starting her own skincare brand, and it's just called SKN. So now Kim Kardashian just announced that she is going to be launching a skincare brand, and it is called SKKN. Very similar to Lori Harvey's SKN. And the streets are mad and the streets are talking and streets are doing what the streets are going to do. Um, so she is again being accused of stealing from black women, from black culture. But um, this time I'm just wondering. I don't disagree with the accusation, but... I just don't think that I'm going to purchase anything from either of them for my skin. So there's that. Um, I'm also going to be talking about a couple of women who are standing up for themselves within their industries. Um, Jamel Hill reveals that she was paid $200,000 less than her former male ESPN co-anchor how she got through that and just you know her rise to fame within that industry Queen Latifah is also talking about how she says no to jobs that want her to lose weight especially weight in um, unhealthy ways Mary J. Blige is sharing what she would tell her 13-year-old self. And I think that this one is always super important just because it's important for us to nurture that little girl or little boy in us who has some unsolved trauma that we have not dealt with. Um, and I always think it's super, super good to to speak to that younger part of yourself. Um, so I definitely want to talk about maybe what we would say to our 13 year old selves i'm also going to share um a few things to read in a faith and fashion 360 book club segment you guys know i like to do that just like randomly um six books to improve the relationship you have with your mother um i think as i have gone through my journey 
um, in healing slash grieving slash whatever else you want to call it, I've found that um, there are really just some, there are some things that happen within child-parent relationships that we don't always understand and that we do not always heal from. We don't always come back from. Towards uh, my mom's passing, we had dealt with a good amount of things that I don't quite understand and I have admittedly not healed from. Um, I think it's important for us to speak about the fact that, you know, these relationships with people that we love more than anything in the world are not always perfect. And what we can do to combat that and what we can do to um, strengthen our relationships because it's absolutely important. Um, I'm also going to go ahead and share a couple of um, moving mountains moments as well. Uh, Aisha Curry is partnering up with a few other people to provide free lunch meals for the summer. Um, I thought that this one was super important just because we know that um, as the school year winds down, not being in school is something that can make or break a lot of families. Um, Lower socioeconomic status families depend heavily on their child attending school, whether it's for daycare, whether it's for additional meals, whether it's just for safety. Um, Sometimes children's home lives can be very unhealthy, very volatile, and um, there are certain needs that are not met when they're not in school. So I definitely wanted to share this one um, as well as how you can go ahead and get involved and um, help out those in need. Last but not least, I am going to be talking about Tresemme and Simply Beautiful, who for the first time ever, are launching a texture certification program to educate stylists across the United States. So you know I got to talk about that one because I'm a natural hair diva myself, and that is something that has absolutely been lacking within the hair care industry, is learning how to care for textured hair. So we have a great show coming up tonight here on Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music, and we'll be right back. Hey, it's your girl, Jacinth Headlam, actress and author of Love After. And guess what? You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 featuring my girl, Brianna Afosu. Love you, girl. All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Afosu, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. So right now I'm going to get into the fashion segment of the show with a little bit of education involved because I think this one is definitely interesting. So I do want to share 11 summer fashion trends. Um, But one of the things that was interesting about these trends is they are calling them the epitome of dopamine dressing. Now, dopamine we probably have heard before just in like different psych settings but this is something that has kind of risen up 
um, as we are talking about doing what is best for us and dressing for your happiness. Hmm. Dopamine dressing is predicted as the trend of 2022 and involves dressing with the intention of boosting your mood. Color, style, and texture can all have psychological associations and are often tied to memories. Getting out of your comfort zone when it comes to clothes can also trigger dopamine release. With the pandemic came a sense of loss of control, and many of the things that brought us joy each day were inaccessible or put on hold. Thankfully, we have control over at least one thing that's connected to happiness for many people our clothing. The connection between our outfits and our state of mind is receiving new uh, attention as style publication predicted that the trend of 2022 is dopamine dressing. It's long been understood that we can have psychological connections to certain colors. And while that's part of this trend, there's more to it than just bright patterns and fabrics. Texture and style can boost mood and more as well. What we wear affects how we feel so much that it can distort and determine our thoughts and judgments. Researchers referred it to as uh, refer to it as enclosed cognition and have indeed found that our clothes can have symbolic meaning that affects psychology and performance. So whether you're going for a colorful look, a comfortable look, it's all about wearing what makes you feel good. So with that being said, I am going to share the 11 summer fashion trends that you definitely need to look out for or you probably already have. Bold colors have definitely had their fair share of moments on the spring and summer 2022 runways and are definitely going to go ahead and trickle down the street style and red carpets as well. As many people also predicted, cutouts will also resume their reign as the most popular style to come out since pandemic restrictions have been lifted. And we shed those like, you know, Zoom outfits and sweatpants that we were wearing during the lockdown. People are going on weddings they're going to vacations or rooftop parties. So there's definitely some opportunity to kill it in all of these places. Um, so the first trend is platform shoes. The higher the better is the model for shoes this summer. From chunky sandals to bubble clogs and double stacked ankle strap platforms, sky high shoes are the dance floor ready accessory of the season. And let me just go ahead and say this about platform shoes. I will wear them anywhere. You know how as women, like I'm I'm talking to the ladies right now. I mean, listen, if I got some men that wear platform shoes, that's cool, too, because I know I know that my Funk Nation uh, radio team tunes in. But we know the love, hate, hate relationship we have with heels, right? They're cute. They are fashionable. They go with our outfits. But a lot of the time, they're not functional. And by the time you get to wherever you're at, you don't even want to wear them. Or you're very strategic about when you put them on, you throw them on for a picture, and you got a pair of standby flats waiting in the wings because you just know that you weren't going to be able to do it. Platform shoes, on the other hand, let me tell you about platform shoes. The reason why I like them is because you're getting like the platform, even if it is a heel, 
the platform's so chunky and then you have like that um that sole at the front of the shoe and it creates one plane your heel and the arch in your foot is not like fighting for its life to hang on so I literally I could wear them anywhere because I feel like I'm still walking on the ground I don't know if that makes sense to anybody, but next time you wear your platform shoes, think about the comfort that you were afforded versus wearing just like a standard heel. You're welcome. Next up, the summer trend is pink. While summer will give rise to many bold color trends, see orange, neon green, and purple, pink will be the color of the year. Um, You can definitely see all of the celebrities rocking that and hot pink specifically is it um next up poolside fashion even if you have no plans to be by the water this summer you can still dress apart at least that's the memo coming from the runways of designers like isabella morant regina payo and jacquemus who presented poolside perfect fashion in the form of bikinis worn over shirts and pants fancy slides and cover-ups that look more fit for the nightclub than the beach club i definitely am gonna get down with the cover-ups because they've made them so cute like the cover-ups it's like okay this might be a little risque for just the club obviously but if as just a cover-up the cover-ups have been like super super cute um, the next trend are party hemlines. Bring out the party dresses and miniskirts to celebrate the much anticipated return of the warm weather and rooftop patio backyard season. This summer, don't be afraid to be the center of attention at any outing with ultra short hemlines, bodycon silhouettes, and printed designs. Next up, we have colored suits and i can definitely get behind that one please make sure you're following me at brianna.sahida on instagram because you will see a couple of colored suits while workwear might have been obliterated as a category as a result of the pandemic and the new hybrid office models it's no reason to give up the power suit for summer trade your black or tan pant style for something brighter or even better opt for a skirt suit with a nice hemline now the one thing about these suits is they may not always be suitable for work like you know the dips in the colors might be a little bit too much like that neon yellow might be it might be hitting a little bit too too hard but you can definitely go somewhere in it and i mean the textures of them you know the ones that i have experienced have been very um you know lightweight like you're getting some of that organza you're getting some of that like linen texture so they're breathable they're functional and they're fire okay the next trend is mushroom prints following spring and fall runway shows like alexander mcqueen and brandon maxwell the question on fashion insiders minds is why are designers so high on mushrooms right now (laughs) For some, the trend manifested in whimsy mushroom print fashion. For others, it arrived in the form of conversations about the role of mushroom leather and sustainability. Either way, it's definitely a look. Mm -hmm. Um, Next up, back to school. 
yeah, I, I always could do like a good varsity, a good like Leatherman leather type thing. Um, it's time to hit the books because preppy back to school styles were all over the runways. This summer, lean into the more athletic inspired styles like tennis skirts and shorts, as well as playful varsity sweaters and chunky loafers. I can for sure get into that one. And last but not least, a summer trend is fringe. No trend exudes more joy than fringe, which would explain this season's obsession with one very good dress. If a full-on fringe dress or skirt seems like a lot for an outdoor happy hour, a swishy bag, or an earring offer a more subdued way to get in on the trend. Um absolutely oh hold on i almost missed one cutouts cutouts is the last one now cutouts continue to dominate the trend cycle a year later yeah they've been around for some time this season you can find them on everything from bodycon dresses and micro mini skirts to tops the added bonus the look offers the perfect reprieve from the summer heat no ac needed so you're able to do that you're able to do that one definitely in moderation. Um, so again, one of the things I say about like some of these trends, they may not be a trend in the spring and then they rise up again in the summer. Dress how you want, but there's just a little guideline for you. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. When we come back, we are going to continue on with our show, speaking a little bit about some women who are advocating for themselves in their respective industries. So we talk about Jamel Hill first and Queen Latifah second. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. Make sure you're following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show on Facebook. You can also go ahead and follow me at Brianna Sahida on Instagram. Um, get into some music and we'll be right back. I ask for things that I think that I need. I get frustrated when you disagree. And you're always listening closely to I'm not hoping that it all goes exactly how I want. No, I'm not asking you to do it or asking that you don't. I'm just inviting you to my situation. Come through because I want you in my situation. Exactly how I want. No, I'm not asking you to do 
You're listening to Funk Nation Radio, WTFS-DB, in Freemansburg, Pennsylvania, and Hempstead, New York. All right, all right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Foso, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. Jamal Hill has made a name for herself in journalism due to her witty and informative commentary that many folks enjoy. She began her career working for the Detroit Free Press answering phones and working, working her way up to journalists. However, when she began appearing on ESPN shows such as Outside the Lines, First Take, and Sports Center, she was quickly becoming a household name. But while she was gaining notoriety with the popular sports network, her paycheck didn't reflect her success. In an, internet with Revol- uh, in an interview with Revolt TV's Assets Over Liability show, the 46-year-old journalist said she was underpaid in comparison to her SC6 co-anchor, Michael Smith. Okay, f- um, just an aside. I thought they were married. Anybody else? I'm just going to continue. It wasn't until I got to ESPN that I really got serious about the business side of journalism because I got to see what people made. I was like, oh, that's possible. ESPN forced me to really grow up because it's a different game being played at that level than it is at the previous places I had been. This is the first time I had an agent and the first time I really had to learn how to manage my money. While she was making major moves securing an agent and taking care of the business side of things, she still wasn't paid her worth, revealing that she was making $200,000 less than Smith. She also said that she was an independent contractor for the network and only made $120,000 a year, with most of it going towards taxes and health care. It's not so much about what you're worth, it's about what you will negotiate. I started at ESPN at such a low salary to begin with. One of those, we'll see how it works kind of contracts. A two-and-two contract, two-year deal with a two-year option, one of the worst contracts I ever signed. However, she learned a valuable lesson. The lesson that I learned, you can't sell out for a name. While she wasn't being paid her worth at the network, she has since had a very fruitful career following her departure from SportsCenter. Jamel began writing for The Atlantic, and she now has her own podcast, Jamel Hill is Unbothered, where she has interviewed a variety of notable figures in sports, entertainment, and politics. Um, yeah, I mean, she's dope. She definitely is dope, and I think that... Um, the part that really got to me, and I feel the spirit dropping a faithful moment on me, you guys know it could just kind of happen at any moment. She said, it's not necessarily like what you know, it's like what it's not, it's not really about your value, it's about what you'll negotiate. And I think about that as I navigate business, I think about that as I get ready to navigate into like a coaching space. Um, We have been conditioned to ask for less all the time. And while I can't say that, you know, what I'm getting ready to say may have been fruitful for her in trying, um, 
We have been conditioned to ask for less. We've been conditioned to do things for free. We have been conditioned to connect and network people till we are blue in the face and we have nothing to show for it sometimes. Um, you know, I have gotten to a place now where I've started to make money for the things that I do. Whether that's in modeling, whether that's um, brand ambassadorship and partnerships and things like that. And I do still have some way to go. But, um, you know, I have gone on to connect with people who have coached me on how to make sure that I am getting compensated for the things that I do. Because everything can't be for free. While some things strategically, you know, as you're thinking about them business-wise, connection-wise, who you're trying to rub shoulders with, some things are going to come with a $0 price tag. But not everything can. Because there's nowhere in the Bible that says that we should not have. It says we will be rich and inhabit the earth. And for one reason or another, we have decided that we are going to keep doing things for nothing. And there has to be like a radical shift in our thoughts and a radical shift in our thought process and our mindset about making people understand that we are worth more than what they are willing to give us. And in that you set those boundaries and you're, you're telling people how to treat you. And it's scary at first. It's not something that's always going to be successful for you. But even in the failure of that, you find out who it is that you truly need to connect with, who it is that you truly need to be around. Because the people who know you're worth something are not going to try to talk you down. They're not going to try to get things for free. And they're going to give you what you're worth. And I think that we all need to shift our thoughts towards thinking radically about the things that we bring to the table, about the skills and the gifts and the talents that God has placed in us and how we go forth to minister those things to other people and making sure that we are still ministering to ourselves. So that was that. And that's all. Uh, So you're here with me on Faith and Fashion 360. When we come back, I'll be talking about Miss Queen Latifah, who got candid about how she says no. No is a full sentence, y'all. But she's talking about how she says no to jobs that want her to lose weight, especially in unhealthy ways. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. I actually have not shared this number in some time either. If you are interested in just getting more about Brianna Ofosu and Faith and Fashion 360 and all of the other things that I bring to the table and have value uh, with, please text FF360 to 610-897-7964. Make sure you're following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show. Get into some music, and we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a drill. It's the B.O.B. Bounce. And it's about to get real. Let's go. It's about to get real. Let's go. It's about to get real. It's about to get real. It's about to get real. All my best people. Look forward to the dance floor. All my best people. 
everyone it's onyx frederick and you are now tuned in to faith and fashion 360 only on funk nation radio
All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosa, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. Queen Latifah is saying no to unhealthy and dangerous lifestyles, especially when it comes to her career. Since the beginning, the rapper actress has always been a body positive role model thanks to the range of characters she has played over the years that show that size doesn't matter. In an interview with People, the Equalizer star opened up about taking on roles that don't compromise her health. Health is most important to me. It's not about losing weight or gaining weight. When I want to lose weight or gain weight, I know how to do it in a healthy way. So if I have to do something that is going to be completely unhealthy for me, then that's not the job for me. Someone else should have that job that's already there. It's called no. Saying no isn't always easy. As women, we tend to please everyone and say yes to things when we should really be saying no. However, the 52-year-old mogul has a... Queen Latifah's 52 Golly, she looks good. The 52-year-old mogul has a solution for that. I practice my nose. I go in the mirror and I say no, 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 like 20 times. And that's it. I need to be okay with me. If I'm okay, then I feel like I can do anything. But if I'm not okay, I have to say something. Like it's time to take a break. Stop. Cut. She says that she's committed to maintaining a healthy lifestyle and prioritizes herself above everything else. I think self-esteem is like maintaining a car. You can't just buy a car and think that you're never going to have to get an oil change, tune up, change the tires. You know, you have to do that. And health is like that. You have to check in with yourself. You need a tune up. You need an oil change and you have to check in. I have to do things that really work for Dana Owens. Recently, the Oscar-nominated actress partnered with pharmaceutical company Novo Nordisk for their It's Bigger Than Me campaign to destigmatize obesity. As a part of the campaign, Queen Latifah will host a series of events to bring awareness and change the narrative about obesity. And if that is not advocating for yourself, I don't know what is. And I think going back to that previous story, it's about knowing your value too, right? Because um, one of the things that my husband and I joke about often, I mean, it's not a joke, but you know, favor ain't fair. Favor is not fair. My husband usually throws on like the super fun African accent. Favor is not fair. Oh, you know what I mean? Um, But (laughs) one of the things we talk about is your ability and your place to be able to have certain um, privileges in life because of who you are and what because of what you bring to the table. That a maybe 25-year-old you was not able to do that because you had not quite cultivated a gift and a talent that truly um, you were working on, that you were knowledgeable about, that you were fully invested in, that you had completely surrendered yourself to. And um, now, as you get five, ten years into this thing, as you are doing better at your um, podcasting, as you're doing better at running your businesses, as you're doing better at advocating for yourself, now you're able to barter certain privileges. Um, 
Zendaya for the show, the hit show Euphoria. Um, Euphoria is not Faith and Fashion 360 approved. I'll go ahead and say that. But one of the things that, she, um, you know, I had read about within that show, so a pretty, pretty gritty show. Um, you know, it's a lot of definitely like sensitive, more sensitive subjects, drug use, um, and things of that nature. And it is a, an adult show. They are playing, they're playing teenagers, but it's an adult show. And Zendaya was one of the only, uh, characters to not have to display nudity on the show. Cause she's Zendaya. Right. So like maybe 10 years prior, Zendaya may not have been able to do that. She may not have been able to negotiate. Oh, okay, well, I'm not going to be getting naked in front of on, on camera. I'm not going to do it. Um, and she may have lost deals at that time. But because they want Zendaya, because this is somebody that is going to really push the marketing of this show to the next level, we gonna do what she wants. We're going to accept whatever it is that she brings to the table because we want her that badly. God has placed you in a position where you're able to do that. But are you doing it? Are you fully stepping into everything that he has shaped you up to be? Where you can say, I, I can say the same thing. The list of, of modeling jobs and the things that I have done has gotten pretty substantial. It's gotten pretty long. And I now confidently there at the and, and they don't even ask me anymore. Certain pieces, certain outfits I'm not wearing. Just because they know who I am, because I'm Miss Faith and Fashion 360. Because that's not the look that I'm trying to represent. And then I don't have to do it. They don't even ask me, but there's no loss of wages. There's no chance of me losing that job. The environment adjusts to me. And sometimes you just got to flex on yourself and be like, yeah, like I, I bring that to the table, but I'm so fantastic at what I've done. And God has really done so much in me God has walked me through all of these growing pains in order for me to get to this moment that I can say no and then I can do so confidently so it really is just truly up to you second fifth second faithful moment for the day I'm on a roll uh, so when we come back we'll continue on with our show um I am gonna go ahead and talk about Miss Kim Kardashian I mean, honestly, I don't want the line from Lori Harvey either. I'm just going to say that. Call it what you will, but I just, I'm not interested in either of them. I'll stick to, I'll stick to the things that I'm currently using for my face, but we are absolutely going to talk about it here on Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back. No. 
Hey, what's up? It's Torin Wells. Thank you so much for watching this Essential Worship video. Make sure that you click one of these tabs to get cords, to subscribe, and to watch more videos. Love gospel music, Christian hip-hop, rhythm and praise, then Funk Nation Radio is the way to go all day. Hey, this is your girl, Marette Brown-Clark. I like this show. You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 with my girl, Brianna. All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosso, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. On June 1st, Kim Kardashian made headlines after, because it's like, it's like, I, I feel like I'm always having this conversation, and they don't stop. Like, they are relentless in their pursuit blackness kim kardashian made headlines after announcing she was launching her very own skincare line the new line called skkn by kim is set to be available to the public on june 21st according to reports skkn by kim will be kicking off with nine products which will include a facial cleanser toner and eye cream the prices are expected to range from $43 to $95. As ex uh, exciting as Kim Kardashian's new business venture is, many couldn't help but notice how familiar her company's name sounds. As previously reported, socialite Lori Harvey launched her own skincare line in October. The 25-year-old businesswoman named her company SKN by LH. To date, her skincare line offers five different products with prices ranging from $35 to $50. Following Kim's announcement about her newest venture, it didn't take long for people to accuse the business mogul of copying Lori Harvey's company name. One Twitter user said, So Kim didn't want to steer away from sounding similar to an existing skincare brand called SKN by Lori Harvey. Another said, Are you weird? Not biting Lori's entire skincare line. And we're very tired of skincare from celebs and influencers. Please, we're on clinical grade skincare now. Lots of other people chimed in, um, and Lori Harvey has yet to address the situation. But I am definitely down with that last tweet about being done with skincare by influencers and celebrities. I'm going to just be honest with you. I don't want either one of them. I don't want either one of them. Lori Harvey was in hot water a couple months ago because she was on... Was it the TikTok? It might have been TikTok. Um, so somebody had asked her just like for a quick hack to remove like blackheads or just hyperpigmentation. And she went on to suggest that this young lady use Greek yogurt. And while I know that Greek yogurt has a a number of different properties for your skin I feel like as somebody who just started a skincare line that was your moment honey like it was your moment to say use SKN by I don't know and you would only not do that if you're not 100% like behind what you're doing 
I think I get frustrated sometimes when I see people of affluence in a certain, um, you know, pay brackets, if I can be honest, when I see people just like spitting out business ideas. Because for you, um, and again, this is only my perception, but you can like spit something out and if it fails, you can spit out something new tomorrow. There's like no big shift in your world if this thing does not pan out. And then you wonder how much work had been put into this versus maybe just finding a good vendor or having your team find a good vendor. I would love a team. I'm not at a place for a team yet. But the privileges that both of these ladies have in being able to just <clears throat> randomly combust a skincare line out of their loins is just kind of like, oh, okay, that's cool. But I'm just going to be honest. I don't want either one. I do not want either one. I want to stick to the shea butter. I'm going to stick to the castor oil. I'm going to stick to the aloe vera. Um, and I'm going to just drink some water and mind my business on this one. Let me know what you guys think. I'm going to go ahead and post the article. Make sure you're following me on Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show. When we come back, I definitely want to, um, you know, switch gears just a little bit um, in the, I guess, space of, of healing, growing, and showing and all of that good stuff. Mary J. Blige is talking about what she would say to her 13-year-old self. I always think that this one is very important, even in my brief stint in therapy after my mom passed away. Um, you know, we realize as we're growing up that there are certain things that went on for us that we didn't necessarily heal, reconcile, or have closure with or from. And, um, you know, while some people there, there are some schools of thought about, you know, not necessarily always needing to do that. I definitely think it's necessary to, um, heal sometimes from our childhood. And while that is not ideal, while that's not always something we want, sometimes it's necessary. And sometimes that happens for us. So anytime I see someone speaking or trying to nurture the, um, insecure part of themselves, the part that, that maybe did not get all of the healing that they needed, um, I definitely feel like it is necessary for us to to nurse our past selves in order for us to grow into our current selves. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360, get into some music, and we'll be right back. You know I'm a wanted man, for reasons you won't understand. Prices on my head, feel like a honey cane, cause I'm on the day. Would have thought I was whipping and pushing and selling this dope. Aye, aye. The way that they tell me to get out of town and they ain't for the throat. They trying to ghost your boy, they pulling the gun out the holster. But I'm doing me, I'm doing me like I'm posted. Yeah. You're smart, out here like the wild, wild west. Shorty right there with the wild, wild dress. They tell her you could be more and show less. Hold up. I've been around the block a few times, I got a new mind, I'm lit. Man, I was sleeping on food times, bread small as croutons. Now my business legit. But um, how many beats do I got to poop on to prove I'm not a fluke? I want a true sign of growth when you find ways to refine yourself you win when you lose hey seem like every team done got a judas but i don't care give me a snake and i'll make a nice pair of boots with yeah i ain't trying to be liked man i'm trying to be a light i ain't trying to make a living man i'm trying to make a life hey yo that's 
that's way different. Nowadays, I pray different. Used to ask for more blessings. Now I thank him for the ones he given. Uh. You know I'm a wanted man. For reasons you won't understand. Prices on my head. Feel like a hundred grand. Now they want me dead. I'm in They're gunning for me now. They got their weapons drawn. They say get out of town. Cause I'm on a dead or alive. Yeah, how do you terrify a man that is scared to die? So when I got a mic, I'ma air the lies that paralyze my people. I live by the fear of God, uh. I'm sick and tired of songs that don't dignify. Our ladies, but baby, we giving them power. The moment you go out and buy it and give them your dollars. Why they try to define us? By how many commas we got, they don't know what's inside us. But let me be honest, there's something to be honest. Yo, homie, preach. I gotta speak on my piece. Man, I can't keep it a secret. The only way that you get acceptance is when you know you don't need it, yeah. Freedom is a mindset, and I ain't in my prime yet. Mine illegal 116, yeah, that my folk I crime with. I think about all that time spent way before success. If you see the kids shining, that's the glimmer from the sweat. Get up and go. Homie, we live by the code. We don't got minutes to blow. Time is more precious than gold. Shut with the flow. Mix up with lyrics that piss up your soul. Oh, I ain't trying to be light, man. I'm trying to be a light. Bang. I ain't trying to make a living, man. I'm trying to make a light. All right, now we some natural riders. We are living by the model. Who knows? Like 
You're listening to Funk Nation Radio, WTFS.DB, broadcasting out of Freemansburg and Tatamy, Pennsylvania. It's so hard just holding on and even picking up my phone. It's hard enough to be, hard enough to stay, hard enough to be alone. I'm just trying to move along. Sometimes I do and then I don't. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. Tell myself that it ain't helping. Second guessing it don't help me. I'm so tired of feeling empty. Find my eyes, it's time to fight. Seems like I'm always against me. Seems like this is never ending. I refuse to let it end me. Mentally, spiritually, physically, I need my peace. Oh, I need my peace. I wake up every morning and tell myself, Good morning, gorgeous. Sometimes you 
All right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. This next one, I mean, I think we can all agree Mary J. Blige has been having a good year, starting from um, the 2022 Super Bowl. Alongside Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, 50 Cent, and Eminem, she also performed at the NBA All-Star Weekend, and now she is being honored as one of Time's most influential people of 2022. Mary has been influential in hip-hop and R&B for decades, and has also empowered many women through her music and by sharing her life story. She emerged on the scene in 1992 with her debut album, What's the 411? and had everyone looking for a real love. But during that time, the Bronx native was battling demons such as drug addiction and past abuse she faced. Her music reflected her pain as she often sang with so much conviction that you can hear and feel the heartache in her voice that many women can relate to. At 51 years old, it seems that she's finally getting her flowers as the world is acknowledging that we've always known that she is the GOAT. During her interview with Time, Mary reflected on her life before her prestigious career. I grew up in an environment where women did not feel good about themselves, and then I learned on my own the hard way. We lived in the projects. They put you in this experiment, and they want you to survive. And I suffered a lot of damage from the hands of men, and thank God I survived. She often struggled with self-esteem and talked about how it affected her. You got to care about yourself in order to keep to take care of yourself. And it's hard for a lot of women like it was hard for me at one time because I didn't love myself. I didn't care about myself. I didn't want anything for myself. I wanted to die. But when Mary found music, she was able to express herself and be a conduit for other women who experienced the same things that she did. 
I had nowhere to put it, so I had to find a place to speak. It was through the music where people said, wow, she's suffering from the same insecurity or she's suffering from the same abusive relationship or whatever she's going through in her life. Me too. The Academy Award nominated actress reflected on her younger self and shared what she would have told her knowing what she knows now. 13 year old Mary wouldn't be able to hear this Mary, so I can't tell her anything. Just go through the process. It's going to be all right. I know it hurts, but it's going to be all right. And that's what this Mary is telling her. I think it's super important to speak to your younger self. Um, because, you know, whether we like to admit it or not, there are still certain insecurities. There are still certain um, complexes that drive the way we move now that drive the way that we run business, that drive the way we speak to people, that drive the way we allow people to speak to us. And when we're willing to acknowledge those things and acknowledge why I might be afraid to speak in front of a room of people or why I might be afraid to negotiate my value, why, you know, I never step up for a leadership position, a lot of that goes back to our environment when we grew up how we related to other people. And when we really look at those connections and understand where those things came from and then ultimately heal from those things, we're able to get a better picture on how the now us operates in ticks and clicks. So if I'm unwilling to say, um, yeah, I just kind of melted myself in the background for my entire childhood Because there were so many other things going on. There was always something. So one of the things I tell people all the time is my difficulty in growing up into getting to the person that I am today is I never wanted to be the problem child. And in never being the problem child and never complaining about things and never being picky about what I ate and never doing bad in school and never sticking up for myself when I should have. Um, I, every time I made that decision, shrunk myself just a little bit more. And it took me time to really um, assess and analyze my growing up and why that might have been and why I needed to get out of that behavior why being a little bit of a bigger personality is never a crime. Um, You know, I was always encouraged to do my best and be my best. So I got all the awards and I got all the accolades and I got all the grades. But there were big parts of me that um, I still held back so much. I've always been a very artistic, creative type person. And, you know, doing that requires some vulnerability that I was never willing to share. So that's just my own personal testimony. But, you know, if you really just think about the things that went on for you when you were younger um, and you know, how that shaped how you do business, how you speak to yourself, um, and how you do things. 
that makes it even easier for you to know your trigger points, know what you should stay away from, know what you should um, go to in being a better you. So I definitely want to encourage you to speak to your younger self today. Um, And whether or not your younger self is ready to hear you, maybe that is just kind of the start of that healing that you need in order to be your best self now. When we come back, I'll be talking about six books to improve the relationship you have with your mother and again, ultimately yourself. You're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360, get into some music and we'll be right back. You know, I love music and every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun, but it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me want to...
listening to Funk Nation Radio, WTFS-DB, in Freemansburg, Pennsylvania, and Hempstead, New York. All right, all right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fulto, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. These days, it seems like we're all trying to heal from childhood wounds. And though some of us have different schools of thought about cutting people off, continuing relationships or not, we've come to learn that this healing process is a pretty challenging one. If you have a parent who's open and committed to doing healing work along with you, this is even a little bit easier. Um, you know, the parent-child relationship is definitely one that's plagued with um its own challenges. Um, because I myself as a new mother, um, I definitely still consider myself a new mother because me and Tavia ain't been through through much nothing just yet. But, you know, as a new mom, I have definitely learned that there is no manual. There were a lot of unsolicited, I'll just go go ahead and say that. There were a lot of unsolicited opinions about um how child rearing was going to be, is going to be, will continue to be. And I have debunked a lot of those schools of thought um, because we were very, number one, very, very intentional about her existence, about her being here. Um, and God really just aligned me having my first child in a way that I could not be more grateful for. Um, but in that it still came plagued with its own challenges. Um, you know, especially in my own struggles with my mother at the time, um, it made some things difficult. It made breastfeeding difficult. It made, um, you know, just my confidence in being a first time mother difficult. Um, you know, I was able to, to have a very, very easy labor and delivery. Thank God. Cause again, I know that that's not always the norm. Um, and I really pray for that favor. Um, you know, as we go on to expand our family, but, um, you know, it's not, there's no manual. There's no, like, there's nobody to teach you this stuff. And the people that are trying to teach you this stuff, they don't always tell you that one size does not fit all. Kids are going to be kids. You are growing as they grow. Um, And it's important to give yourself the grace in that time. So, you know, as we just kind of talk about parent-child relationships, um, I just want to share a couple of books to... Um, honor your pain and your healing at the same time. Books that you can read alongside your mother to better understand the way trauma works to ingrain itself generationally. 
The first one, Mother Hunger, how adult daughters can understand and heal from loss, nurturance, protection, and guidance. Authored by trauma counselor Kelly McDaniel, this book observes the patterns created by childhood trauma and into adulthood. Sometimes destructive behavior we exude in our adulthood is rooted in the trauma we received in our childhood. Depending on what we each did to earn our mother's love, what we end up doing is duplicating that with friendships, in romantic partnerships, and sometimes at work. Through this book in a concept called Mother Hunger, McDaniel seeks to minimize the shame that comes with having mommy issues and help those heal from attachment injury. Number two, Little Fires Everywhere. At the top of the pandemic, this book turned Hulu original series was all the rage. It tells the story of two mothers brought together by their children while centering on each of the mother-daughter relationships and how the dynamics vary based on intersectional identities from race to class. With secrets, obsession, and motherhood at its core, the riveting novel will have you reeling with upset and yet so compassionate for the characters you find to be the most villainous at times. And I think that one's important too, um, especially that last sentence, because, um, you know, we all have different perceptions and are able to deal with certain things. And what might happen in my world that I deemed normal because of a constant occurrence may not be normal to someone else. Like I said to a coworker the other day, this is too much. Like I cannot function in a space of chaos. She's like, oh, you know, it's not that serious. I was like, but it is to me. Certain patterns, certain behaviors, certain things, um, we are all able to deal with in different ways just because of the way that we grow up just because of the way that we govern and handle ourselves and it's not our place to belittle or make anyone feel bad about what they can and cannot handle so if somebody is more prone to a chaotic environment and they just thrive in that Helping people that you love get to certain realizations about themselves takes some sensitivity and takes some grace that we definitely have to, um, you know, continue to work on. Number three, Mothers Who Can't Love, a healing guide for daughters. Author of Toxic Parents, Susan Forward expounds on damaging parent-child relationships once again, but this time with a focus on the mother-daughter relationship. She provides self-help techniques to help women who have experienced pain as a result of unloving mothers. She also breaks down different types of unloving mothers. The mother who is overly enmeshed, the mother in constant competition, the mother who is a narcissist, and the mother in need of mothering, just to name a few. Mothers Who Can't Love is an insightful tool for healing and emotional support for women in need because of the way they weren't properly nurtured. Number four, it's momplicated. Hope and healing for the imperfect daughters of imperfect mothers. This book doesn't simply focus on the trauma and complicated nature of mother-daughter relationships. It acts that you do the work through spiritual and therapeutic work. Of notes, this book was created with Christian women in mind, so it is highly recommended for those who rely on their faith in God particularly. 
It's complicated is filled with gems that can be applied to just about anyone's life if we can agree to take the meat and leave the bones. Number five, the conscious parent, transforming ourselves, empowering our children. While particularly good if you can read it before you yourself embark on your motherhood journey, this book brings so much understanding to the parent-child dynamic without directly looking at trauma. Instead, the book takes a look at the socialization that we take on as parents and how that turns into worry or fear for our children. But oftentimes we place those fears on our children. And while it may seem reasonable, the conscious parent shares the way ego, often connected to strong emotions like fear, can stifle our child's growth as the parent-child relationship. Number six, the dance of connection. Dr. Harriet Lerner provides us with a great many scenarios in regards to healing ourselves and potentially our intimate relationships, the ones with our mothers included. She fills the book with casework, thus providing examples that helps us to envision the way in which these solutions can be implemented. The dance of connection can be a transformative tool in your healing journey and your journey to authentic self teaching you how to use your voice and take up space without sacrificing the connections you value the most. So I'll definitely go ahead and share that list. Make sure you guys are following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show. But I think it's definitely time for us to start having these tough conversations. You're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. When we come back, we're going to end the show off with a couple of moving mountains. A couple of your favorite people, favorite brands are doing amazing things within their space that I definitely want you to know about. Get into some music and we'll be right back.
desire of the Lord, and I will see his beauty. Oh, and inquire in his temple forever and ever and ever. Amen. Oh, yeah, yeah. You are holy. You're
Hey everyone, it's Onyx Frederick, and you are now tuned in to Faith and Fashion 360, only on Funk Nation Radio. You call me out upon the waters, the great unknown, where feet may fail, and there I find you in the mystery, in oceans deep, my faith will stay.
All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at FunkNationRadio.com. Aisha Curry, Big Frida, and more help provide free summer meals for kids. Along with Chef Lorena Garcia, the stars are partnering with No Kid Hungry to give kids access to nutritious meals during the hungriest time of the year. In 2020, 6.1 million children lived in food insecure homes. According to No Kid Hungry, a national campaign to end childhood hunger in the United States, summertime exacerbates that issue for children who rely on school meals. To help reduce the number of children who are at risk of going without food, No Kid Hungry is partnering on an awareness campaign with author, restaurateur, and cooking personality Aisha Curry, rapper Big Frida, and chef Lorena Garcia, who will be the campaign ambassadors. As a mom of three, it's hard to fathom the fact that millions of kids aren't getting the necessary food they need to thrive. We all have a role to play when it comes to ending childhood hunger, which is why we must bring our villages together and work on the ground to make a real impact. I'm so proud to partner with No Kid Hungry through our Eat, Learn, Play Foundation to spread the word about our critical programs that ensure all kids have access to food this summer in Oakland and across the country. The awareness campaign aims to help families find free meals for their kids and teens this summer via a bilingual text service. Parents or caregivers can text food or comida to 304-304 and they'll be sent information on where they can find free meals in their neighborhood. You can also go to or visit nokidhungry.org slash help for more information and to spread the word about this initiative. As a chef, I know exactly how food and nutrition are tied to success and happiness. Every kid deserves to have a full stomach, no matter what time of year it is. I am proud to partner with No Kid Hungry to promote this critical service so more parents and caregivers, including Spanish-speaking families, know where they can access nutritious meals for their kids while school is out. With inflation taking its toll and shooting gas and food prices up, as well as food shortages, it may be near impossible for many low-income households to provide their kids with three square meals a day throughout the summer, not to mention the child nutrition waiver expired in June, meaning kids could be missing on about 95 million meals during the summer. Children shouldn't have to function on empty stomachs during what should be one of the most enjoyable times of the year for them. I've seen No Kid Hungry's work in the impact of summer meal sites firsthand in my hometown of New Orleans. Kids need full stomachs to grow properly and to focus on being kids. Summer meals give them the opportunity to do just that. I am originally, this is so fantastic uh, to me, I am originally from Patterson, New Jersey. And, um, you know, knowing that that is a reality for so many of the people that I was just like hanging out with and playing with outside because their parents are either working two jobs and and are not able to be home because of different circumstances. Um, And those food shortages are no joke. I mean, we really, really are in a time where I was talking to a friend last night and she was like, people are blowing like their weekly savings to put gas in their car. 
to go to work and put that money back into their savings. I mean, it is cruel. I put $50 in my gas tank yesterday and my my gas tank laughed at me. I'm just going to say that. Gas is $5 a gallon. And I've really tried to get away from complaining about it because it's like, what I'm going to do? Walk? I got to get the gas, right? Um, But these are issues that are truly, truly plaguing people. I'm thankful that I only, you know, have to complain about it, that I'm always able to put gas in my tank. But, you know, these things are things that people truly struggle with. People don't have gas in their car. They can't put the air conditioner on. They can't go to work. They can't provide meals to their children. Not because they don't want to, because they don't have the access to the resources. So this is a fantastic program. Um, Again, I'll go ahead and share that information. So you are going to, let me pull it up. You are going to text food or comida, that's food in Spanish, to 304-304. And you will be sent a link on some places that you can get nutritious meals within your area. So that was just a fantastic way to end out the show just because, I mean, that's something that is going to like within a couple weeks, like you think about, you know, what classes you're going to put your child in, like how we're going to keep them entertained for the summer. But some people are thinking about what their kids are going to eat. And if that is not a moment for some of us to just be grateful and thankful for everything that we've been through in our lives, I don't know what is. So thank you guys for joining me here on Faith and Fashion 360. Prayerfully, you have walked away feeling motivated, knowledgeable about some fashion and other things going on within your world. Um, Hopefully you have walked away feeling empowered about what you need to do for your own healing and getting to the back in your adulthood. And prayerfully, you have walked away knowing about some more resources that you absolutely need or some that you can share with somebody else. Make sure you stick around for the rest of our Sunday night lineup we got dj rich coming up right after you are done hearing the sound of my voice along with some other great shows before you get into the rest of your week make sure you're following me at faith and fashion 360 the radio show on facebook and make sure you text ff360 to 610-897-7964 make sure you come back next week same time same place as always, happy Sunday and good night. This is my thank you. This is my thank you to you. And all of the things I've been through. All of the things I've been through. This is my thank you to you. This is my thank you to you. Let's get it. This, 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 this little letter of mine 
I'ma let it shine, I pay nobody no mind Cause when I was down and out, you came through And when I had nobody else, I had you So know that when I ball, you fall too Know that when I fly, you fly too And know that when we swag, we swag out Haters hitting, they cancel the pass out Look, this square peg that's trying to fit around hope Trying to turn gas shoes into home sweet home With my best against the wall, I had no one Father, you held me and called me your own This is the reason I know I belong Never feel me yet you're holding me strong This is the reason I know I belong Never feel me yet you're holding me strong Say, this is my thank you to you This is my thank you to you See all of the things I've been through All of the things I've been through See this is my thank you to you This is my thank you to you See all of the things I've been through Hey Gospel music, Christian hip-hop, rhythm and praise. Then Punk Nation Radio is the way to go all day.